Welcome to the TaylorMade blog and now podcast series. My name is Taylor Parkin and I am the co-founder and self-proclaimed CEO of More Collection, which is an outdoor-inspired apparel and goods brand. A lot of you guys probably know me from what I have done with More Collection, but I can acknowledge that some of you guys might be new here. If you've followed More for a while, you probably know us a little bit in a nutshell, but probably don't know our entire history. And for those of you that are new to my story, you guys might be wondering, who the hell am I and why should you be listening to what I have to say? So whether you are new here or have followed us along for a while, I just wanted to take this episode to talk about how we started and what it's really taken to build more collection from the ground up for the past 10 years. Long story short, we took an initial $100 investment when we were 16 and 17 years old and turned it over and over and over for close to 10 years until we could generate over $2 million in sales. We bootstrapped our entire business and put a huge emphasis on slow and steady growth. While it took a lot of time, patience, frustration, and everything in between to get here, we realized that we really thankful for going the way that we did because it's given us a really solid foundation to get through anything, including a global pandemic. All right, so now I'm going to walk you through our history. When I say we, I'm referring to my husband Tanner and I. Uh, We have been together for 12 years at this point and have went from being teenagers to getting married to running a whole business together. So let's go back to the beginning. Cue rewind music. Oh wait, sorry. I'm not an experienced podcaster, so we'll just skip that part. Okay, so our story starts back in high school. Tanner and I met at the mall. Yes, the mall. I was 14. (laughs) We started dating shortly after that. And then after a few years into our relationship, I saw that Tanner was really into being an artist. At the time, neither of us really knew what our future was going to look like or what we truly wanted. Uh, But I knew I always felt like I had business in my DNA and that I just knew I was going to run a business one day. When I thought about my future career, all I could ever think of was being an entrepreneur. Okay. Before we continue this story, I feel like I need to stop and share about my first business venture (laughs) because it's a good one. So I was eight years old and I decided I wanted to open up a toy shop in our backyard casually. My dad ended up agreeing to build me a store. So I sourced the products with the savings I had from the chores that I did around the house, the allowances that I had been accumulating for all the time because I never wanted to spend it. So I had this idea of starting a toy shop. I don't know why. I guess I just like toys, and that's the first thing that came to mind. Um, But then I didn't know what to call it, so I just named it Frenchies. (laughs) Why? I named it Frenchies because I didn't know what to call it, and there was a contestant on American Idol named Frenchie, so I thought it sounded neat. Needless to say, that business didn't last forever, and after a summer or two, I closed the doors of Frenchies. Okay, back to when Tanner and I met. A few years after we started dating, I said, what do you think about starting a clothing brand? I was 16 and he was 17. And no, we had no idea what we were doing or what we were in for. Of course, when we told people, many didn't think much of it. They were like, cool, have fun with that. Our parents and our family were super supportive, but of course it seemed like a young person's dream that could have been seemingly detached from reality in many ways. 
we didn't really have an ounce of money to get started, so we started small. By small, I mean really, really small. We found a way to make t-shirts ourselves, and Tanner's parents graciously let us take over a spot in their garage to test it out. We spent close to $100 to buy an initial set of crappy screen printing supplies and a few shirts that we could test printing on. We later had an art teacher give us unused screen printing supplies from our school that nobody had touched in years. Tanner created some designs, and we got some black shirts and we got some white shirts, and those were the two options we had. I would bring a binder with the designs to school, and people would give me an order, give me some cash, and the next day I would return with a shirt that we made in the garage the night before. We did a launch barbecue where we invited all of our friends and all of our family to show them what we had been up to and what we had just created. For the next year, still in high school, we started getting request after request to do custom shirts for school clubs and local small businesses. We never thought this would be something we would do, but we thought, sure, it's a good way to grow our skills, and why not? Shortly after that, the second our parents let us spread our wings a bit, we road tripped out to L.A., and took an actual real screen printing class, because before that, we had just been doing it based off of YouTube videos and trial and error. Uh, So in this time, we learned so much about the right way to do it, uh, so that we could actually make good products with, like, a real process. So we were really excited to get back to our garage and start creating again after we took this class. At that time, we wanted so badly to grow our own line, but struggled to know how. We thought for years of how we could actually be successful at it while doing a ton of custom projects at the same time. And while we really wanted to grow our own brand, it was a lot harder than just taking on a few custom jobs here and there. So eventually we sat down and we're like, okay, seriously, where are we going to take this brand? We know that we want it. We know that we don't want to do custom stuff forever. We know now that we have the skills to create pretty good products so what's next for us? We thought for a long time about we wanted what we wanted our dream brand to be. We pictured an outdoorsy clothing brand that had a high focus on really quality design that also was on good soft garments. There were so many competitors at the time doing such Colorado-focused designs, and we saw that people were doing really well with that, but it really wasn't the type of company we wanted to be. So we thought, How do we create products that feel like Colorado, the place that we love, the place that we've mostly grown up in, without being blatantly Colorado? So we developed our first true line that encompassed this. We made the first real stock of inventory for the first time ever. Before that, we had kind of just printed when we felt like it or got an order. I believe I was 18 at this point. But now we had a first set of products, but nowhere to really sell it. We had a website, but nobody really went to our website, and that was about it. So how did we get our line out there? One day I stumbled across a maker's market that I didn't really know existed, and I instantly thought about how we could be a part of it. We applied, and for the next one, we got accepted. It was awesome. Okay, but now what? (laughs) How do we actually make a setup? And what do we have to invest to do that and to merchandise our products properly? So we spent a lot of time and money to get that up and going so that we could actually go and be a part of a physical maker's market to sell our products. 
the first market was a pretty good success uh, with the line that we worked really hard to make. I think we ended up making around $1,000, which was a lot more than we paid for the event. It paid for the products and we probably could have sold more, but we didn't have the stock. During this market, uh, we took the opportunity to network with a lot of other makers, A, because they're awesome, and B, we just wanted to see uh, what other things they were up to. Uh, so in doing that, we found out about some other local markets that we could be a part of. So we applied for those, we got accepted, and we started doing market after market. Some of the markets were really great, and some were a total waste of our time. At this point, Tanner and I were both now in college and we were both trying to grow this business that we really wanted to see through when we weren't in class or doing work. We slowly added, started adding more designs and being part, a part of more community events. At these events, we would get approached by store owners who would say, hey, can I carry your line in my store? Of course we would say sure, but then it was another obstacle. You'd have to figure out what that looked like. What do we charge? How does this work logistically? I mean, we just couldn't turn these opportunities down, so we just had to figure out a way to make At this point, it was obvious that our time in the garage needed to come to a close because we were doing a good amount of business. Uh, but the thought of finding a space was scary. I wasn't even 20 years old yet, so it was like, how am I going to get approved for a space? Can we even do this? Would it even financially make sense? After a lot of searching, I ended up finding the perfect space for us. By perfect, I mean not incredibly well-kept warehouse that was small and affordable-ish. It was still about $850 a month, but it was in Denver. It was the city we wanted to be. And while it felt like a really scary jump at the time, it felt like a really good first move to go from being just like a hobby to an actual business. Through college, we kept doing shows and adding more products and felt like we were really starting to actually grow, which was really exciting. We were able to get our optimal equipment so that we could actually like make things efficiently instead of just like a little hobbyist. We now had a space of our own and we were starting to create like real business systems and started to feel like we could actually make it somewhere with this company. I remember one time when I was wrapping up college and uh, we had just gone to one of the many events that we were at and it was an absolutely crazy event and we ended up bringing in $12,000 in two days. And I thought, this is amazing. This is huge. And then I had to go rush packing up to take a final, which felt so weird at the time. And it was a final for something I just couldn't have cared less about. <laughs> As I started to near the end of college, um, I felt really conflicted. All I wanted to do was run our business full time, but I also just got a really good degree that I was really grateful for, and I didn't know if timing made the most sense right away to dive into our business full time, even though it was growing quite a bit. I knew what I wanted, but I still felt like I should get a taste of the real working world before making that huge leap into something that was pretty scary. So I got an internship that ended up turning into a full-time job offer, doing human resources work. Something I felt was super valuable, 
but I knew I just could not be one of those old ladies in HR in 40 years who did that for my entire career. So I worked for a full time for a year. And in that period, I knew that my next step was to run our business full time without a doubt. But in order to get there, we had to be growing the business simultaneously. So as you can imagine, that is an immense amount of work. At this point, Tanner was still in school pursuing his art degree. I was working full time. We were newly engaged. We just got a puppy and we're also working full time amount of hours in the business just to keep up with where it was at. Looking back now, I wonder how the hell we did all of that. In this period, we were outgrowing our first warehouse without either of us being full-time yet, so we started looking at some new shop options. We really wanted a retail space, but quickly realized that the costs were too ridiculously high for what we would get out of it. It just wasn't where we were at or where we wanted to be, especially since we were still making our products by hand and needed a space to accommodate production more than anything. What we did always want, though, was a space where we could be making our products in back and then have a shop up front so people could come in, actually visit with us, and see how the products that they're buying are made. So that's the direction we went. We ended up finding a larger warehouse space in Denver that would be well-equipped for our next phase of growth on the production front that could also have a retail component. While the location wasn't prime downtown or in a trendy spot, We knew we could build it out as a showroom and a space to hold events as we wanted to, which ended up being a really great option for our our business. Within the matter of two months, I was now 23, I quit my job. Tanner and I got a puppy. Two months later, we got married. Two weeks later, we had the grand opening of our new space. And one month later, we were in our holiday season. Talk about a whirlwind. At the end of that chapter, Tanner sat me down and said he just couldn't go to school anymore. I was like, what do you mean? You're so close. He was like, I just can't do it. And let's be real, the business needs both of us running it. He wasn't wrong. So he made that next step. And now we were both terrifyingly full-time business owners with a new shop in a new marriage as two very young people. Then we finished our holiday season and hit the retail business slow period, which was the first quarter. Our business came to a pretty big halt because of the seasonality. Events weren't happening because it was winter, and we weren't really doing trade shows at that point, so I genuinely feared that we made a big mistake moving into the space. Luckily, that feeling lasted all of one month, and I don't think I realized just how slow of a chapter this would be because we had always been so consumed with other things in life before we were both full-time that we didn't always look at the seasonality. So what was seasonality felt like our business wasn't doing well at the time. When summer picked back up, we thankfully got really busy again and were really busy through the rest of the year, which turned into the rest of our lives. It was still just the two of us running everything at this point. We were making every single product ourselves, then getting it out in the wild to sell it, dealing with wholesale, doing all the admin stuff, wearing all the hats. If you're an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We were doing all of it and really not getting paid much to do so. 
When I worked my job for a year, I spent the entire year pinching every single penny so that when I quit, we had a year's worth of money saved up to pay our bills so that we could invest literally everything, our money, our time, all that we had into growing our business while we were both full-time without worrying about where our next paycheck would come from, from the business, because that didn't happen at all that year. We were putting all of our money back into our business to keep growing it. Then we started really expanding. We started working with more shops, did more events, and were growing online. We slowly started to expand our team as we needed to, and we're experiencing anywhere between 40 and 60% growth year after year, which as it turns out, is a shit ton of work. I ended up hitting a really bad point of burnout, because shocker, no human should be working that many hours in a day. And I truly wondered at some point if all the work we were putting in for such little pay was worth it. But somehow I just knew. I just knew it was going to pay off. I also knew that we didn't do all of this to just give up on it, right? It just felt like we were approaching that threshold where we were just going to break through and finally be able to give ourselves an actual wage and to keep growing. Then suddenly I was just so tired and questioned constantly if it was worth it. So then I knew I needed to take some time off. So I took a month off, a solid month off. That might not seem like a lot to you, but for somebody that couldn't even take nights off for so many years, it was huge. I ended up going on an international solo retreat by myself. I went to Belize. I said, I went on an international trip by myself and then Tanner and I traveled uh, for about a month and I ended up coming out of this feeling pretty recharged and that was a really nice thing and it was something that I really needed and it was one of those moments that showed me that taking a few steps back was actually what is needed to propel yourself forward. Ironically, the second we got back from this time off, even though I felt like that phase of burnout was something that was in the past and something I was ready to move forward from, COVID hit and our world got turned upside down. Within the matter of two days, we had a six-figure loss because of cancellations of events, order cancellations, everybody being closed. And it was devastating and shocking. And we had no idea what we were going to do to get through it. I did a whole episode uh, prior about how we navigated the pandemic and how we actually ended up coming out of it, experiencing our biggest year of growth, which was surprising considering where it started. Um, So all of that whole story lives there. I won't uh, flood this episode with that, um, but long story short, it the chapter taught us a lot and it taught us about how those 10 years of building a solid foundation of our community, of how we operate and how we do all these things really helped us get through the hardest chapter that we'll probably ever go through as business owners. So now I sit here going into 2021, hopefully a fresh year that'll be a little bit brighter than the last. I am 26, Tanner is 27. Uh, It feels like we've experienced a lot, but it is pretty wild to think that this is the first chapter of this book of life. 
we have a lot of fun things planned. Uh, I'll keep those a secret for right now. Um, but we have some really exciting things coming up. And when it's all said and done, I'm really proud to call Tanner my high school sweetheart, my husband, my business partner, and my everything in life that we've navigated together. It's been a really unique journey thus far to navigate together. And despite all the challenges we've faced, with most of them being last year, I'm really excited uh, for the potential and what we've got going next. So thank you for taking this time to listen to my story and also follow along um, future topics as well. Uh, now that you know a little bit more about me, I look forward to sharing more about our journey, some things that are a little bit more in depth. This was a very broad overview. Um, and also the things that have helped me get through this journey. Uh, it's also my goal to normalize things that can be really challenging as business owners. So I look forward to walking through those as well. So thank you for your time and I will see you next episode or 